Hello, good morning. Welcome back to the Living Bold Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley. I just wanted to quickly say thank you all so much for being here. Thank you for subscribing, rating the podcast, sharing with a friend, um, just being a listener. It means so much to me. This uh, extra platform that I started really just started because I really wanted a more candid way to share. I'm sorry, to have a space for other women to share their journeys and just for us to realize that we're not alone. And I love that this kind of creates like a really genuine organic environment. So I'm so glad that you've been loving the last few episodes. This episode today is super special to me. It's my friend, Ashley. Uh, We've known each other for over 10 years and she's super inspiring. She's an award-winning Emmy, I'm sorry, an Emmy award-winning journalist. And she is just super inspiring. She shares her journey through how she became or how she got into journalism and TV what she kind of thought that journey would look like, what it actually looked like, um, the hard work that was involved. She also speaks a little bit about mental health and kind of where she's at now over the last 10 years with her career. And yeah, it's really eye-opening and I loved her perspective on it. And I think you will absolutely be inspired by this. So let's go ahead and jump on in. Hey, Ash. Welcome to the Living Bold podcast. I'm so excited about today. We're finally doing this. I feel like one, I've talked about it forever. So, (laughs) and we're finally like getting to it. Um, So I'm super excited, but yeah. So we're like Ashley squared today, by the way. I know. I know. What's your middle name? Is it Nicole? It's Marie. That would be hilarious if it was Nicole. Well, it's everyone named Ashley. Like I feel like in our age range, it's like Ashley Nicole or Ashley Marie. Totally. It's one of those, like not a unique bone in any of these. (laughs) I'm like, mom, what are you doing? (laughs) No, I love it. I love it. We're Ashley squared today. We're having an Ashley moment. So Ashley and I have been friends. Oh God. I didn't think about this part probably over 10 years, just because I moved to Atlanta at like 10 years ago. That is crazy. Yeah. And we, sometimes I forget, but like we met through a mutual friend, our friend, Lauren, um, you were on St. Sations in new Orleans and then like, I'm from new Orleans. And so, yeah, so we kind of met that way. And then we both eventually made our way out to Atlanta and we were like, Hey, we need to meet up. We both live here. And we've just stayed in touch ever since. And Ashley's been like super, um, inspiring to me. You're just, I don't know. You're just always like upbeat, positive, I like you're so successful. You're also an award-winning journalist. So yeah. Okay. No pressure. I'm interviewing you today. Let me just relax. You're so sweet. No, thank you. I cannot believe it's been 10 years since you've moved to Atlanta. That's like a milestone too. No, it really is. Isn't that wild? That's crazy. We we would meet up like in West Midtown and have breakfast. So (laughs) I know. And you guys lived at that really fun, like loft apartment over there. Oh, good times, memories. It was. Um, So I really wanted to just kind of let my listeners in on a little bit of your success and your journey. I know like obviously life isn't perfect and we only see the little snapshots of all of our Instagrams and all of our successes, but I know you didn't just like fall into that, you know, into that (laughs) hole and like your life was just like, oh, I'm so successful now. Um, So yeah, why don't you kind of share your journey from getting into journalism and everything? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's quite, it's a long story, right? Like, yeah, yeah, my journey to journalism and my path to now has been anything but straight. So yeah, I feel like on Instagram and on social media, of course we like put the highlights, but there are so many obviously low lights and just like regular moments. Right. Yeah. Um, So I 
I'm like, where do I start? Well, no, I know. Back here. A lot of pressure. I'm like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, you know, it's like a therapy session, but I, okay. I guess I'll start in college. Um, I actually went to college in Alabama. I went to UAB, um, which is so funny because when I was going there, you know, when I tell people, oh, I go to UAB, they'd be like, oh, you're gonna be a nurse. You're gonna be like a doctor. Cause it's oh, yeah. such a renowned medical school. And I was like, no, I was like, I think I'm probably just going to be a reporter. Like it was so random. Right. So, um, did that. And, um, after college didn't really want to get a job right away. And so that's kind of what led me to new Orleans. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Hey, what if I like went and tried out, you know, to cheer for the saints, that would be really cool. That's obviously like for me, especially at that time, like when I'm 21, right. That's like the, the North star, that was such a huge dream. Like to be a pro dancer, pro cheerleader, because I had danced my whole life, like in college and in high school and, you know, middle school and, um, have always danced competitively. And so I was like, what if I did that? I wasn't even like focused on getting a job. I was just kind of tunnel visioned on trying out and the audition process was so grueling to me. I was just so intimidated and just threatened and in a new place, you know, you're in a new environment where you don't really know people and you're just like kind of being vulnerable, like just kind of going for it. So, um, obviously was so excited when I made the team and I was able to move to new Orleans because again, like as a 21 year old, that's also a dream, like move to new Orleans. Like it's so cool. How fun. Um, and so I did that for a year. Yeah. I'll say, and to be doing something, I, I was going to actually ask you in between this, how you were feeling like when you said, oh, I just didn't want to get a job right away. Cause it was kind of like, oh, well I, you know, I think I'm going to be a reporter. Were you just like, I need a break. Like what was, I guess, besides like the dream of you wanted to dance and kind of, was it just like, maybe you wanted to fulfill that dream before you had to work or something, get a job? It, it was absolutely. It's a little bit of also, I had a hard time in school, like school was not easy for me. Um, and so I remember like, I was like worried about graduating because I thought I was going to fail this geology class. And, um, I was girl, (laughs) I was like, I was a mess that, um, fourth year. And so I was like, I needed, I just needed a break from like that kind of mental work. And I was like, I don't want to, get a job right away. And I honestly don't regret that. And I would encourage people to do that more because I feel like you have your whole life to work. Like it does not stop. Um, so I, I, that was a really special time for me that I was able to kind of just be young and have fun. And, you know, it's something that I can look back on and be like, that's so cool that I did that instead of, you know, and and, and there's something, yeah, there's no shame in starting a job right away. But I mean, like, come on, we're not getting paid like (laughs) so much money right out of college. Like you can't, you know, Yeah. so, um, did that. And then, you know, uh, was in new Orleans. I'm trying not to let my mind go in all these different directions that I could take, but, um, I had, you know, connections are so important in every industry. And I know, you know, that too, um, just in your line of work, like connections, word of mouth. And yeah, yeah, I had, um, cross paths with a recruiter from, um, ESPN and she was like, I'd love to chat with you. Like, are you interested? And, you know, I wasn't like, I don't know. I was obviously wanted to be a reporter, but that seemed like maybe somewhat of a foot in the door of television because it's not easy it's easier now, believe it or not, to get into television and entertainment and all the things because of so many platforms and, Mm -hmm. um, 
lots of different reasons, but back then it wasn't as easy to get into it. So I thought, okay, well maybe like, this is my, maybe this is the path I take. And I just kind of worked behind the scenes. And so I picked up after the season and I moved to Connecticut and I worked at ESPN as a production assistant. And it was, it was, it was very fun, but ESPN back then was like kind of boys town. Like hmm. it felt like a college 10 town. years ago, or that was, no, that was probably just no, it was like, I'm like, when was that? We're dating ourselves. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it was a long time ago, but absolutely. It felt like a college town, which was kind of fun, but then it felt like, oh, 90% of the people here are guys. So it's, mm, yeah, it's, you know how that could be. Um, but it was good. I kind of got like, you know, the behind the scenes experience of just doing all of the bitch work, like running the prompter and creating scripts and like logging games. Um, so did all of that. And then I was kind of like, all right, I'm ready to be on TV now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That was fun. I I was kind of like, I didn't love it. So I was like, I, I need to like get my stuff together. So I actually went to Walmart out there and I didn't mention, but I did intern at TV stations in college, but I actually went to Walmart out there. And I remember buying like a really cheap tripod and a very cheap, like recorder, like remember those like recorders. Um, so low budget, like, and I would just go around town. Yeah. Go around town, like film myself. Um, just like acting like I'm doing a story on this and on this. And, um, it looked ridiculous, but I just did what I could with what I had. And um, I interned, like I said, at an ABC affiliate in Birmingham in college. And I, you know, left on really good terms with the news director. And I called him and I said, hey, like, I'm trying to break into the biz. Like, can you help me out? And just going back to the connections thing, he said, you know, you're not ready for Birmingham because Birmingham's like market 40 something or 30 something. But um, I know somebody, I knew, I know the news director in Montgomery, Alabama, and I was like, okay. Um, and so it was actually, he, he put me in touch with the news director in Montgomery and the one in Huntsville. Okay. And so I met with both of them and I actually got offers with both of them, which was like such a dream. I was um, so excited. Like, were you like, ah, I was so, I was just young and just, you know, you're like young and dumb you're and you're ready. ready. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you're just kind of yeah. like ready to do whatever. <laughs> I know the salary was laughable, but I'm like, I can't wait, you know, it's, but that helps you that young having kind of that. Cause I know at, you know, for me, 33, I don't have that, uh, that, I mean, I have a zest for life. Don't get me wrong, but like that, that same zest of like, you don't have enough experience yet. And you're just like, oh, this new opportunity. It kind of like, you could do excited. Yeah. You yeah. could just take off and do it because yeah, exactly. we also don't have as, you know, we have responsibilities now. Like I can't pick up and like, do whatever I want. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I, um, took the Montgomery job and I was there for a few years and then I, um, moved on to a a much larger market, um, went to Phoenix, Arizona, and then came to Atlanta. And I was in Atlanta for five and a half years before I retired is what I like to say, um, from local news last year. Um, after more than 10 years in the biz and, you know, I kind of did everything that I could do. I anchored, I reported, you know, like one, I really wanted to like win Emmys before I like bowed out. And I, and I did that, which was like my last goal. Um, but it's, it sounds so like, you know, it sounds glamorous to some people, but it's, it's a really rugged, like it's, it's a hard job, you know, it's 
you're not going to be home. Like when the sun's up, um, you don't yeah. know where you're going Let's on get a day to day basis. Because yeah. I've like, even times when we've hung out, we've talked about it. Like I would be probably like, <laughs> you're probably so annoyed with be interviewing. I'm like, okay, so let me know this. You have to wake up at 3.00 AM. I'm like, yeah. well, how you do it? And then just like also seeing the different types of news. I remember thinking like, do you get numb to that? So yeah. Can you expand on that part of it? Yeah. It's on glamorous side. No. And especially when you're kind of like trying to like earn your stripes in the business and starting off, you have to do every shift. Like, you know, I did weekends, even in Atlanta, I did weekends for two years, mm-hmm. um, weekend mornings. So like weekend, I would have to be at work at 3am on Saturday and Sunday for two years. You know what I mean? And so that was, I sacrificed quite a bit. <laughs> I like for some reason my mind is it just I don't understand. yeah because no one's up at that time so you don't yeah. even know what that looks like except for me like driving into <laughs> midtown yeah so you know you sacrifice a lot with the hours and it's just a really unforgiving business and that unfortunately because the news has to go on like nobody cares like what you have going on right and, and like nobody cares that it's your birthday nobody cares that like your friend just had a baby you know what oh, I mean yeah. and so it was that was very hard on me. And, and after 10 years, it came to a point of where it was like, I need to put me and my family and my friends first. You know what I mean? Like this, it's been fun, but for me, it starting to not be worth it. Mm. Um, you'd always have to fight for holidays off. Like, you know, most people are home for Christmas. Like I have been in a newsroom at Christmas time. I've been in a newsroom on Thanksgiving crying, like (laughs) it's like little things. Um, and so that, you know, there are obviously some upsides and there, it is rewarding, but it's, it's challenging. It's challenging. You're you're definitely married to your job. Um, if you're a good reporter anyway, you're, you know, did you, um, like, so during this time, you know, you were in Atlanta or still, but, you know, reporting for five and a half years here, what kind of, I mean, I know you just kind of mentioned, maybe it was like a, a work-life balance and it started <laughs> to not be worth it. Like, I guess, was there something that just, was it over time or was there like one day that something was just like, yeah, this isn't worth it. And then also, can you describe like why it wouldn't be I don't know, worth it. Like as, is it just, do you feel like it's your age? Do you feel like it's where you are in life? Mm-hmm. Kind of like expand a little bit. Yeah. Bigger. Yeah. Oh, that's, those are all really good questions. So I, it wasn't just one particular instance because there are so many of those where I was like, yeah. I'm done. There's I'm so many sure. days I'm like, I'm done. I mean, I, in my head, like a couple just popped up, but they're so petty that it's like, <laughs> That's what did it for Those you. Are the straws on the top. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I will say, um, in 2020, obviously, when like the world shut down, um, we were we didn't work from home. Like there was no grace for mm-hmm. us to like figure it out, right? Yeah. Like you got to go to work and you got to ride in a car with somebody and you got to go report on someone dying and like we didn't even know what it was. And I felt like that was so I don't know, like. <laughs> there was no compassion for us, even though like we do, we do have a job to do, right. Like we sign up for it, but I just felt like, Oh, we're really disposable. Like hopefully I don't die from this. And and then further into 2020, which it was rewarding to cover, you know, the, um, the racial justice movement, like that was Mm -hmm. really cool to cover, but at the same time, it was like somewhat traumatic too. And there was just no really care for us mentally. And I'm kind of just speaking on my own, but though, you know, I just remember vividly like that whole year, that whole summer, just kind of being like, okay, like 
they don't really care like how we feel. They just want this on no. TV, you know? No. And that's so. how I feel after 10 years or so. Like, to be frank, that's really just got to feel like shit. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not worth it to you, you know, yeah. in a way, yeah. even though it's like yeah. a job, you would think you put, you know, 10 years in with something that it would, you would have a little bit more compassion, especially around a time like that. So yeah. And my dad was, I remember my dad texted me and he's like, you don't get paid enough for this. And I was like, yeah, I really don't. Do I, (laughs) I was like, wait a minute, you know, and I'm so glad I was able to tell certain stories during that, that time, but that really opened my eyes to it. Um, and when you say like, why now I do think it's, a part of getting older too. But I also like, I always tell people I so admire Gen Z because they kind of just don't put up with stuff that we put up with. Like yeah. I know they're called entitled and they're called like, some people call them lazy, but I just, I so respect that. Like, they're not trying to work for minimum wage. Like they're not, right. like, you're not going to treat them like crap and then like expect them to do the job. They're just like, not going to show up. And I think like it was a little bit of that, that I needed because I feel like we're so loyal on like our age, people older than us, you're like so loyal to a profession or you're so loyal to like, um, a job or a manager or whatever, even if it's like super toxic for you. Um, and so it took a while to kind of like, again, this is like my therapy session. It took a while to kind of like, (laughs) yeah, like to kind of like step back and, um, just be like, this is crazy. And I remember I was in the Bahamas last year and I got engaged in the Bahamas and we were with another couple at dinner and they were asking me about work and I just busted out crying. Oh, and I was like, Oh, and you know, and when you, you asked about some of those moments and I remember being like, this, this was last July. And I was like, okay, so this is very unhealthy. Like, okay. I didn't know I was about to burst out into tears. Like clearly something needs to change. This is not okay. Yeah. And my, my, my husband now, but my fiance at the time was just like, are you okay? I was like, I don't know where that just came from everybody. I'm, you know, over at dinner. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Just like a lot of stuff that I had been holding in, I think. And like I said, I'm very grateful for it. And, you know, I wouldn't trade most of it, but I, was so ready for something else and just more flexibility and just ready to have more freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I got that with this new position and I'm so thankful. And I always tell people, cause people are always like, Oh, you were so good. Like, you know, why did you leave? You should get back yeah. in. And I, I think that you can do media and you could do news and you can do really whatever you want on your own terms. I don't think it means you need to you know, work for the man or like, yeah, sign up for misery just because you want to do something like, you never know. I might do my own like newscast sometime. Like, you know, maybe I'll do like yeah. an Instagram newscast or like, um, so many options now. And, yeah. You know, yeah. There's so many options and, you know, local news, as you know, and I think everyone knows and cable news has just kind of gotten divided, divisive. Like it's mm-hmm. very polarizing and, Um, that was also something that was hard for me kind of in these later years. Like I'm just trying to do my job and like, I have people who hate me and I'm just like at the city council meeting. I'm like, I don't have anything to do with what they just told you on CNN or Fox, you know? Yeah. So that was really hard too. People just Um, grouping you into whatever's going on in the world. Oh yeah. That whatever narrative is trying to be pushed in your face is just happens to be the one like, yes. 
I'm like, okay, I'm at like a fire, but okay. <laughs> yeah. God. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I can't imagine because I'm just thinking like mentally and now in a day and age, you kind of mentioned Gen Z a second ago. And I'm thinking in today's day and age, I agree with you about how they really like stand up for themselves and they're kind of breaking curses and like other generational trauma and things that maybe we would have stood for because we deemed as like loyal. Yeah. um, I really do admire that. And so I think it's great that you kind of adopt that mentality. I'm in the same boat, you know, it's like, it kind of took us a while to come to and be like, we don't deserve this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cause we just put up with home. it. Yeah. We, we don't have to at this point anymore. Like mm-hmm. I am worth it without this entity or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I think we were just taught to, you know, you don't complain, you just kind of like earn your stripes and you be like yeah. a good employee and sorry, you're not making any money. Sorry. You're not like getting great benefits. Sorry. We, we offer no flexibility, yada, yada, but keep doing the job. And it's like, I don't, what yeah, well, I actually, what world is that? I, in what like, world, like now it sounds crazy. Right. But we've been doing it for so long. And I actually saw this quote on, I think it was Instagram and it was LinkedIn, I think yesterday. And somebody says my best career advice at every job, you should either learn or earn either is fine. Both is best, but if it's neither quit. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow, that's, you know, like, that's very hard for a lot of people to hear, you know, wow. we just get content and complacent and you should be learning or earning. Obviously, if you can do both, like that's a yeah. dream, but if it's just not serving you in any capacity, then at that point, yeah, point. <laughs> just what's the point? Just yeah. leave. And so, I mean, obviously a lot of this is easier said than done. And again, I feel like I just kind of crapped on the whole local news industry and I don't oh, mean no, to do I, that. I, I obviously did so. it for 10 years. So there was stuff that I liked, but yeah. I think that, you know, I think just rounding that part out, it's like, you know, I think it's so great to kind of be loyal, you know, at some point and to also work, you know, hard at some things and, and to kind of have that season of life. I, I don't, I still stand by that. That's, you know, sometimes you're just in that moment and you have to do that. And that might get you to where you want to be to where now you have the choice and, and the, you know, you're worth it to yourself. And now you know how to like move on from, from then. So I I kind of like think that you need both sides of the coin or whatever the, I I totally agree. (laughs) No, I definitely agree with that because like those hard days definitely have made me who I am. Like it's, it's, you know, not always been easy, but I feel like exactly what what you just said, like you need a little bit of both. Yeah. Are you, um, so I know you, you know, obviously have moved on from that in the last year. How are you doing? Not that you were doing bad mentally, but (laughs) this is a podcast for, you know, for us to, (laughs) I know you guys can't see us right this second, but we're cracking up on this, but I kind of just wanted to go over like your mental health, not in like a negative way, but positively, Sure. You know, when you said the thing about you bursting out crying, maybe you hadn't been emotional before yeah. you know about it. And it like, cause you, you, you come across as very strong on the outside, very positive. And I think, you know, those are great qualities. And I think sometimes when the little things creep in, but then you, you know, okay, something's not right. And that's my cue. Yeah. So how are you feeling these days? Like, do you feel more? Yeah, comfortable? I definitely feel I feel much better by the way, if you don't mind. So I just, I do public relations for several different clients. So yeah, media relations. So I'm still obviously involved in like some aspect of media, but I'm just kind of on the other side. So I'm pitching things to media now and helping them craft pitches and, and all the fun things. So I love that. But yeah, I do feel, I think, um, you know, mental health and like working on it is just, 
it's just that it's such a work in progress, right? Especially as we get older and we have more responsibility and we have like a lot of things coming at us. And I just feel like living in such a time as this, there's like information overload and you could just really get overwhelmed. Um, so it's a work in progress. I'm definitely much better. I don't wake up and like dread going to work. I don't wake up and like, you know, get upset about like something so small that's like so petty, but it means, you know, just because of the job or the day or whatever, it just throws me off. Um, and I, I credit that a lot to this company that I work for actually, um, cause they're very big on just taking care of yourself, but I oh, also agree with that. that. Yeah. From the complete opposite of that. Totally. Like, that's a testimony right there. Totally. Yes. Wow, and I, I, you know, I try to work out, um, Cause I, for me, I, I don't love working out, but it really helps. <laughs> so it's like, one of those things, girl, that I feel like it never gets easier. You just yeah. literally every day you like have to push and show up, but like, it does a lot to your mental health. You know, it, really it absolutely do. Especially when you're done and you're like, okay, that wasn't as bad as like, you know, getting up, <laughs> getting dressed and getting there. You're like, right. oh my gosh, I can't. And then like, you're like, oh, this is so good for me. Like, I'm so glad I do this, but like, yes. you're right. It's not something I wake up and I'm like, I That's can't healthy. wait to go to the gym or I can't wait to go to this class, but then you kind of, you get there and you're like, this is actually me time and it's good for me. And, um, I do like devotionals, which is really good. Um, trying to be better at that. Um, because you know, I'm trying to be better at like reading the word and just kind of like meditating on that as well. Um, and then like, you know, my dogs are super therapeutic to me, which is kind of funny, but, um, right. I have three and they're like, sometimes I'll just sit with them outside. And I just think this is the life, you know, oh, like being content. You do not have to tell me twice, you know, yeah. I'll love her too, or animal or in general. Yeah. They really like make everything better. I swear. I swear. I, I'm right there with you on that. Yes. They're so cute. What are their names again? Duke, Sam and Archie. Y'all yeah, have to I, see her dogs go right now. I don't, I think I, know. Instagram, right? I have them on one of my stories, but I do need to do a, a better or yeah. One of my stories, I need to do a better job of just photographing them. Cause I feel like when I take pictures, they're just, <laughs> they look ridiculous like right now, but, um, yes, I, you know, I, I am so into like doing what's best for your mental health and yeah. like, just, you know, taking the, the necessary steps. And I think we've seen that quite a bit recently too, especially amid the pandemic where people are like, you know, people are different. Some people are like, I can't be in the house the whole time. Some people are like, they don't want to go out anymore. They don't, you know, like people have just kind of, um, reacted and responded differently to the pandemic. And it's so important to just listen to yourself and just Mm. listen to how you're feeling and to lean into that. Um, and so I think that's my, my best advice there, but yeah, I am, I continue to work on my mental health. I really want to get a therapist, which I've had in the past. Um, I haven't pulled the trigger on that because we did marriage. What is it called? Marriage, oh, yeah, counseling. marriage counseling. And yeah. then I was like, I need to get like an individual, somebody who maybe I could just chat with and just yeah. someone to talk to, you know, so I'm I, an advocate for that. Totally. I, that was like one of the best things that I ever did because it's really cool to have this third party, if you will, person who's outside of you, who's mm-hmm. not. And it's like, they're not judging anything, you know, and you're able right. to kind of just get all these little things out. Cause I don't know about you, but I know for me, my mind is like, if I sat here and just wrote out everything on this piece of paper, that's happening all at once, you would think that I'm literally insane. <laughs> no. Yeah. So I think, especially <laughs> for women too, mm-hmm. just, I mean, I think we've grown, like women have 
I want to, some things have gone backwards, but some things have gone forward for women uh, that I feel like 10 years ago, it wasn't even just 10 years ago. It wasn't like this, like the way social media is. So the fact that mental health is not being looked down upon anymore. I know. Um, and we have more access to therapy and things like that. I think I'm just, I'm so happy to be in a world where that is like coming out, you know? I know. Cause what we like, we grew up in a world where it was like, oh, you, you not know, anything about anything. Just no, Just there's no, we grew up like no body positivity. No. Don't be yourself. Don't, you know, this, that, and the other. And then no. now I look at it and my sister's 20 and she's just, it's like, I love her to death and she's got all these great friends. And I'm just like, yeah. do you know how lucky you have it? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like I was trying to squeeze yes. into the tiniest jeans when I was, you know, a so teenager. Horrible. And now you could just be yourself. Like, yeah, I feel like, what? Not saying, I know that they have their own, like, you know, issues. Every, yeah. I know that there's things, but it's definitely a way um, better, I would say, world for yeah. them. The progress right wise. The progress. Progress. And being proud of yourself and like where you're from and like, you yeah. know, like who you are and who your family is. I think that's so cool now. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I love that. Well, I know that we, you know, you have other things to do today. I really am so okay. thankful that you decided to do this. I, you actually kind of already answered it, but my last little question, just, um, you know, we're like an inspirational podcast. So I have to do this. <laughs> yeah. If there's any other advice that you, I always say that you would either give, you can choose to answer it however you want, but either your past self, mm-hmm. um, or any advice for women right now that they want to be successful, but maybe they just like, they don't know what that means to them. And like, can you define that maybe? Yeah. That second question is so hard. Cause I think success just looks different to everybody. Like, oh no, totally. You yeah. know what I mean? Success for some is like getting a bag success for others is like, all right. Like I like my job and this is enough, or I really want kids and like, I, I got them, you know? So yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'll just kind of like give myself advice and it's just to keep going because I think there was, there were a lot of times where I was just like, so confused and um, quite frankly, just like stuck and, Mm. um, not really clear about the path before me. Um, and so I would just encourage myself that like things get better, keep going, like you've got this and continue to walk with God and like trying not to be preachy, but like, you know, just very simple, um, simple advice, complicate things, you know? Yeah. I think for me anyway, like looking back at myself and like all of these tribulations and trials and all of that. I I would just really, I wish somebody was there being like, you got it. Like you keep going, like you've got this, you know? So just that little inspiration and and support, especially when you're young and you're trying to figure things out and you're scared, like, and you don't know what your life is going to look like. So. Yeah, it can definitely be. And I think even in any age group to you, just saying that, like, I think that that can be inspiring for anyone, even yeah. if you say it to your past self, like you've got this, like keep going, like yeah. look at where you are now to where you were and you made it through, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Some things you just kind of sit and go, you know, like I remember so badly wanting to be a reporter. And then, you know, when I was a reporter, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I remember when I prayed for this, like, I remember when I really yeah. wanted to do this mm-hmm. or you know, like even like small things, it doesn't have to be like a career, but like just little yeah. victories. I always try to find like the the little wins in life too. 
That is going to conclude this episode, everyone. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed listening to Ashley's journey and her story, and I hope that it inspired you today. If you want to find out more from her, you can go in the description below. I'm going to have all of her tags, her Instagram, and her podcast listed below as well. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you haven't already, please subscribe and rate the podcast, and I'll see you or (laughs) I'll talk to you in the next episode.